بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful i testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam be upon our prophet his household and his companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection we continue the explanation of surah yasin and we have reached verse number 62 qala allah ta'ala wa laqad adalla minkum jibillan kathira afalam takunu ta'qilun and indeed he shaitan the devil did lead astray a great multitude of you did you not then understand here there is a benefit from the linguistic aspect which has a great significance walaqad adalla this statement is asserted by three assertions there is a qasam an oath which is not mentioned but the letter lam in walaqad wa la qad the letter lam is a prelude for an oath an estimated oath and the second assertion is the lam itself in laqad wala qad you hear the pronunciation wala qad and the the third is qad itself qad so we have the oath the lam and qad all of these three are for assertion in the arabic language so we have three assertions here and you can see that they put in the translation and indeed indeed so if someone says why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes oath while he is the one who speaks the truth his words are sufficient to be true the answer is from three angles <coughs> from three angles first this is an indication that this matter is very important and it requires an oath had it not been important there would have been no need this is the second this is the first angle the second is the quran was revealed in the arabic language and from the styles of the arabic language if there is a need to affirm something then an oath is made upon that which is to be asserted the third angle the thing upon which the oath is being made if it is explicitly mentioned 
then making an oath by it indicates its greatness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not make an oath upon anything except because that this thing is great like in Surah Al-Shams Surah 91 verses 1 and 2 وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا and the like and by the sun and its brightness and by the moon as it follows it <coughs> now now back to the verse وَلَقَدْ أَضَلَّ مِنْكُمْ جِبِلًا كَثِيرًا And indeed here the shaytan did lead جِبِلًا كَثِيرًا A great magnitude So he misled most of the creation and it is affirmed in the authentic hadith reported in al-Bukhari Hadith number Volume Six Hadith number uh, Chapter Two O Five. Chapter 205, Hadith number 265. So, Volume 6, Chapter 205, and Hadith number 265. From the Hadith of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that the Prophet sallallahu said, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَقُولُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ on the day of resurrection, Allah Azzawajal will say, Ya Adam, O Adam, Fayakulu labbayka rabbana wa sa'adayk. Adam will reply, Labbayka our Lord and sa'adayk. I am here responding to you. Fayunada bisawt then there will be a loud call saying إن الله يأمرك أن تخرج من ذريتك بعثا إلى النار Allah orders you to take from among your offspring a mission for hellfire قال يا ربي وما بعث النار 
Adam will say, O Lord, who are the mission for hellfire? قال من كل ألف أراه قال تسعة مئة وتسعة وتسعين Out of each thousand take out nine hundred and ninety-nine Out of each thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine All of them from the children of Adam will be in hellfire and one will be in paradise this was hard on the companions so they were distressed and afraid فشق ذلك على الناس حتى تغيرت وجوههم The people were so distressed and afraid that their faces got changed in color. Thereupon the Prophet ﷺ said, From Gog and Magog, 999 will be taken out and one from you. And it is as such, meaning that most of mankind are misled by shaitan. Anyone who sees the affairs of people nowadays will come to know this reality. That even those who ascribe themselves to Islam, there are sects with a great misguidance that reaches kufr, disbelief, although they are ascribing themselves to Islam. So what is intended in this verse is a great In this verse, وَلَقَدْ أَضَلَّ مِنْكُمْ جِبِلًّا كَثِيرًا So, كثيرًا here, a great magnitude, the greatest. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَلَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْقِلُونَ Did you not then understand? This is, this exclamation is for scolding. Scolding because they did not understand. So, there is an exclamation which means, which is intended to be a scolding. Understand. 
And the understanding means contemplating and realizing things. And this is the matter upon which a person is addressed from a legal perspective. Is considered legally responsible if he contemplates and understands. There is the other type of aql or understanding which means acting properly concerning affairs acting properly as to how to handle things and how to handle affairs and this latter one is the one upon which one may deserve to be praised or to be unpraised And this is what is intended in this verse, the latter one. This is what is intended, acting properly concerning affairs. Why? Because if the first one was negated, they didn't have the understanding which is related to legal responsibility, then they will not be held accountable in the first place. And they will not be held blameworthy. But what is negated here is the understanding that renders proper handling of affairs. They didn't. They failed from this angle. So they are understanding but not understanding. Understanding from a legal aspect that they are addressed and they, they, they can realize things and comprehend. But in terms of handling the affairs and acting properly, they failed. So they had intellect or even they were intelligent but they did not understand the understanding we're talking about concerning running the affairs or handling the affairs. And Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah uh, described the scholastic theologians in the same description. That they were, they had intellect, but they failed in handling and understanding the affairs and handling them properly so they had hearing they had sight, they had contemplating but all of that was not availing to them 
if they belie the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore their intellect now is an evidence against them. They had an understanding, but they didn't have knowledge. And if a person speaks by, by, by way of understanding, not by way of knowledge, he will be misled and will lead others. Therefore, it's inevitable that the person has knowledge upon which he can build upon his creed, creed and worship. So, these people addressed now, most of the greatest multitude of them, were deprived of the understanding that entails praiseworth, and that is the understanding of things to run them properly and act accordingly in proper ways of handling the affairs. So they didn't use their intellect which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon them in that which benefits them. So had they used it, therefore they would have truly realized the enmity of shaitan and his misleading ways, or they would have also understood properly what occurred to those who followed him from punishment. Before, and this would have led them to oppose him and not worship him, and they would have believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, but rather they followed their desires. And this made them go astray regarding guidance. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated concerning the people of Hud or the people of Thamud rather in Surah Fussilat chapter 41 verse 17 And as for And as for Thabud, we showed and made clear to them the path of the truth through our messenger. Showed them the way of success, but they preferred blindness to guidance, because they followed their desires. So the Sa'iqa, the destructive, the Sa'iqa, the destructive, awful cry, torment, hit, a thunderbolt of disgracing torment seized them because of what they used to earn.
the benefits of this verse. Number one, making clear the enmity of shaitan to the children of Adam, where he misled a great magnitude of them. And in this also there is a benefit warning us to be aware of shaitan and his deceptions because he does not really intend guidance for the children of Adam but rather seeks their seeks to mislead them and therefore anyone who follows him in this then he really is not a person of understanding and therefore we also conclude another benefit here is that anyone who mishandles things and acts improperly concerning the handling of the affairs it is correct to say that he does not have a sound mind or sound intellect although in the apparent he may look to be sound wise acting is the sound intellect This brings the end of this verse, and she, inshallah ta'ala, will stop here. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.